Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What is up, everybody, and welcome to ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. We'll get into all of that. But before we do that, let's get right into the topic. You know, April is heating up. We are already on the on April 3rd at the time of this show. And with it comes one of the most exciting times if you are a draft nerd, which is the top 30 visits especially for a team like the Cowboys, in which history shows that they really matter for this team. A lot of players from last year, for example, that were drafted by Dallas were top 30 visits. Uh, some of the names off the top of my head, Sam Williams was one, Dayron Bland, and even undrafted free agents like, say, Malik Davis. He was an undrafted free agent, but he was one of the top 30 visits for the Cowboys. Marquise Bell was also one of them. So this always matter. Uh, but I found it very interesting that not only have the Cowboys looked at a lot of first-round caliber prospects this year, there are a lot of wide receivers on that list. That is the primary position that you will find in that top 30 list. And we will actually dive into the entire list. Uh, we're not going to go in-depth. With every prospect, honestly, we're not going to go in depth into the player evaluation side of things, but just like trying to figure out what the Cowboys could be thinking right now, because that is the reason why I believe that Dak Prescott will love the Cowboys pre-draft top 30 list uh, so far, because keep in mind, this is not a finished version of it, but here are some of the big name wide receivers that are on that list. And big name, I have it defined as, say, the players that the team could draft in the 26th overall pick. You've got Safe Flowers from Boston College and a certified Cowboys Nation pet cat in the 2023 NFL Draft. You've got Quentin Johnson from TCU, obviously a player that's considered an athlete by many and a first-rounder. Then you get Jalen Hyatt. Out of Tennessee, we talked a little bit about him the other day. I think that he's an interesting name in the sense that the Cowboys seem to have a growing interest in the former Bulls receiver because they interviewed him at the Combine. Wide receiver coach Robert Prince led his position drills during his pro day, and now he is one of the top 30 visitors for the Cowboys. Dylan Hyatt, 
would likely be have to be a first round pick if the Cowboys want to land him. And then Josh Downs, primarily a slot receiver, of course. And those are the names that you would have to find in the first round, likely. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, though, is kind of different. Jonathan Mingo might not go in the first, but he, but he is a rising name and has been so over the last few weeks. You know, when some of the insiders start talking about him, and, and that probably means that NFL teams are higher on him than the media is. So keep an eye out on Jonathan Mingo. I know that the Senior Bowl president was actually tweeting about him the other day and praising his ability to generate separation. But we'll get into the actual names here in a, in a bit, and we'll get into the actual takes about these players. But before we do that, do me a favor and let me know in the chat, what do you think? Is it something or nothing that there are so many wide receivers on this pre-draft visitors list? Do you believe it is something or nothing heading into the NFL draft? Would you interpret it a lot or not? Uh, let me know in the chat in the meantime. And while I give you my answer, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Because as always, we've got the Ride of the Week segment in a few moments here on the show. I don't know why my mouse is going crazy right now, but here we go. FreemanMazda.net, a family-owned business, has been so for over 65 years. And as always, you can check out their dealership over at Irving, Texas. And you can also check out the website over at FreemanMazda.net. You can check out the range, the, the wide range of new and used vehicles that they've got over there, of new and used vehicles, as well as the features of every car, pictures of the outside and inside of each of these vehicles. And as we do around this time here on Prime Time, you can also check out the ride of the week. And in this case, it is the new 2023 Mazda CX-5 2.5S premium all-wheel drive. This one starts at $33,675, and it's got all-wheel drive. It's got Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, Wi-Fi hotspot, which is an obvious game changer, adaptive cruise control, parking sensors and assist, a sunroof, and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway, let me know what do you think. Is it something or nothing that the Cowboys are meeting with these many wide receivers before the NFL draft? Let's see what you guys have to say here on the chat. Something says El Tino, but surprising. I prefer offensive line. Jason Chavez is something. Definitely something, says Tommy915. They only get 30 of them, thanks. <laughs> Let's see here. Katharina goes with something. Mark Andrew goes with something. Joey Vela as well. Like Hyatt over all the others on this list, says uh, Slava here on the chat. Interesting. Hyatt is pure speed, says Mark Aaron. Jalen Hyatt might be one of the biggest names like from a college football point of view. Like... I think that if you if you go into the college football world and you don't take into account the NFL 
pro player evaluation side of things, Hyatt is the biggest name out of them, right? Because he had this insane season with over 1,200 receiving yards. And then he also had 15 touchdowns in a single season. He had the fantastic game over the Alabama Crimson Tide in which he caught six passes, went for 207 yards, and five of those six catches were touchdowns. He's the biggest name there. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know if he's the best player for the next level, although an intriguing selection if it happens at the with the 26th pick, right? I'll say this. I think it is something. I think that there are too many of these names in this list. Say Flowers, Quentin Johnson, Jalen Hyatt, Josh Downs. I think it's definitely something. And more than anything, what I take away from it is how much the Cowboys want to add another weapon. We talked a lot about the fact that they traded for Brandon Cooks not that long ago. And that's all good and well, but they clearly want something else. They clearly want something more on that wide receiver group. And if the best player available at 26 is a wide receiver, they will not hesitate to take one. And this list does not include Jackson Smith and Jigba. Doesn't include Jordan Addison out of USC. I'm just saying the ch chances are many of these names are going to be available when they are on the clock. Very, very interesting uh, development, in my opinion, that the Cowboys are this interested in a wide receiver. Blue Dabs, though, says, I think that they are hiding what they're doing. Something is up. Well, you know, they, they, they are, uh, to be to be fair, they are approaching things differently this offseason. So there might be something there. But historically, over the last few years, the Cowboys have been pretty transparent when it comes to their top 30 draft visits. And I don't think you have to be as, as shady with things as the Cowboys are right now, considering they pick that late. Pablo McLovin says, Mauricio, have you heard if the Cowboys are bringing any tight ends for a top 30 visit? Uh, so far, I only know about Braden Willis out of Oklahoma. I think that's the only known tight end that the Cowboys are bringing in. We'll actually show the full list that you can find on the ADC Sports Tracker because you can find the tracker for these visits on the ADC Sports Dallas website. Shout out to P. Ficus over here. On the YouTube chat, thank you, sir, for the super chat. I appreciate your comment. I appreciate your donation. It says, uh, happy birthday, Mo. I discovered you recently, but I love your stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to me. And you know it. We are live every Sunday through Thursday night here in Dallas uh, on ADC Sports Dallas primetime. And also, I don't maybe plug them enough here, but... You can also check out my articles over at adcsports.com slash Dallas. You can also check out a lot of um, articles by Matthew Lennox. Salute to him. Cole Patterson. Check that out. Jerry will show the big board here soon, says Mark Aaron. Man, the other day when I was uh, bringing that up here on the show yesterday, I, I was about to burst out laughing. Because I completely forgot about that momentarily. 
And then it hit me and it was like, oh man, that happened. The thing that really, really becomes funny to me is the fact that <laughs> is the fact that there were reaction articles about the whole thing. And as I said yesterday, like actual attempts to enhance the draft board and figure out what it said. So we had some level of insight for day two of the NFL draft. That was some crazy stuff. I'm just going to say that. So I don't have the, the response for, for Sean here. Uh, Sean says, so what will the Cowboys do with the first round pick? Well, listen, I don't know about that. But that is a perfect way to tie this together with the following segment of the show and we're, we're gonna stick we're gonna stick with the top 30 conversation here a little bit but if you look at the known first round type prospects that the Cowboys are hosting we don't know about a lot of them yet we know about offensive lineman Steve Avila from TCU defensive back Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State and then you get Trenton Simpson, linebacker, out of Clemson. One of my guys. You guys know that I love Clemson football. But you can see the difference, right? You can see what's up with the screen. You get one offensive lineman, one defensive back, one linebacker. And you had how many first-round candidate wide receivers? Four of them. There's clearly... A, a very palpable interest at the wide receiver position by Dallas. Now, could this change over the next, heck, 24 hours? And could we learn about much more defensive backs that the Cowboys are hosting? Or maybe they're hosting Torrance and, you know, maybe uh, Cody Malk out of, you know, the Dakota State University. All of that could happen. All of that we could learn about in the next few hours but I'm just gonna say right now you've got four first round wide receivers being hosted by the Cowboys in top 30 visits and only three other players that are projected to go in the first round at other positions an offensive lineman a defensive back and Trenton Simpson salute Jameson thank you for tuning in to prime time sir appreciate you and good luck with the Braves He's going to go watch baseball. So I don't know what they're going to do, Sean. Uh, just kind of like circling back to that question. But I know that there is some interest there at the wide receiver position that I wouldn't have imagined that it would have been there if it were uh, before the trade for Brandon Cooks. Because if Brandon Cooks was not you know, acquired by the Cowboys, then all of this would be very unsurprising because it would be very clear that the Cowboys should be thinking about a wide receiver in the first round if he is there. Uh, I think that our line, I think that linebacker says P. Fikes is our biggest need, at least tied with offensive line in terms of depth. If LBE gets hurt again, it won't be pretty. And I agree, and I like that Trenton Simpson is in there. I love. I would love to see him play for Dan Quinn. I would love to see him play for for Dan Quinn. I was reading that uh, Tyler Browning's thoughts on 
on Simpson. And Tyler Browning, of course, covers the NFL for ADC Sports. He also does a, a sub stack and he publishes a draft guide before the before the NFL draft. We had him on the show not that long ago. We will likely have to have him on again at, the, at one point very soon. But he he was he he wrote about and, and this is from the tracker actually I think he wrote about Simpson being kind of like this safety looking type player, right? When he was at Clemson, because he looks like a safety. And in the Georgia game, they even played him as a safety. So he's a very versatile player, very rangy guy too. So you can see him in different roles, I'm sure. I would love to see Trenton Simpson in Dan Quinn's defense. I would also love to see Brian Breeze on Dan Quinn's defense, the defensive tackle out of Clemson. I was presented with a scenario earlier today about, you know, hey, these guys are off the board. These are these are these guys are on the board. Who would you take if you were the Cowboys? And I had to answer Brian Breeze. If he's there at 26th, give me that defensive tackle. I would love him on the team. I don't know if the Cowboys are interested though. Um, not in the top 30 visits list yet. So we'll find out later, I guess. Blue Dab says Damon Clark is gonna be all right. And he might be. But I don't know who's a third linebacker right now. I do agree that there is a clear need at the position. You've got Leighton Van Der Esch, Damon Clark, and sure, the Cowboys are likely going to be fielding two linebackers most of the time, but they are one injury away from maybe being in trouble. Or maybe Jabril Cox ends up raising the bar a little bit in 2023. Ty says, this is really exciting part for Dallas. Uh, BPA, I think, is what he meant. Uh, love it. Yep, the Cowboys are in a position to really focus on drafting the best player available, and that is great. Simpson looks like a curious type of guy, says Mark. Yep, yeah, yeah, he's like this hybrid player. I'm excited about it. Double R says, I will be shocked if the Cowboys go defense with a 26th pick. It would likely have to be somebody like Breeze right? The drops in, in the draft, I would assume. But hey, going back to that, going back to that uh, graphic, if you're looking at Emmanuel Forbes in this year's draft, you're likely going to have to use 26th to get him. Barring any trade down scenarios, I, I don't love trade down scenarios because everybody wants to trade down. <laughs> This could be ADC Sports Nashville, or it could be ADC Sports Kansas City, ADC Sports Pittsburgh, ADC Sports Philadelphia. Everybody wants to trade down every year. So I get that it might happen, but also I don't like diving to those scenarios a lot. So I'm, I'm saying if you want Emmanuel Forbes, you likely need to get him at 26 because he's not likely to be there at 58 later in, in the draft. Uh, Tyler says, happy birthday, Mo. Hey, shout out to Tyler. We were talking about you, sir, earlier today. Um, essentially carrying the weight of, of the tracker. <laughs> I love this. 30 visits updated, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Shout out to Tyler. Working around the clock 
on the ADC Sports Dallas tracker that you can check out on the website. <laughs> Shout out to you, sir. I'm actually going to start linking it, I think, in the YouTube descriptions at list. Speaking of YouTube, do me a favor. And if you're watching right now, hit the thumbs up for me. Hit the like button. If you're watching on Facebook, do that as well. It takes about one second and it does a, it goes a long way in helping out the show. Toxic Toms is getting harder and harder to get excited about this team. Not that long ago, Toxic Tom literally changed his username to All In Tom. We're less than one month removed from those days, Toxic. And you, you have already given up, and literally nothing has happened since then. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was a Terence Steele comments by the Cowboys. Maybe it was the Cowboys potentially looking at playing Terence Steele at guard that made <laughs> that forced Toxic Tom to to give up once more on the team. So uh, before we get out of here, though, there are more visits that we need to talk about. These are the notable first round visits, along with the wide receivers that we already talked about. But there are more. There are more, and and you know, as I was mentioning just moments ago. We have the tracker set up for you on ADC Sports. Look at that. It even has like a table of contents and everything. It can take you to your favorite player. Most of them have in-depth analysis from Mr. Browning present on the chat right now. And these are some of the other names that we didn't mention. Uh, most of them late round type names. Uh, Antonio Maffi out of UCLA. One of the players that I've already watched. And let me tell you, he is freaking fun to watch. He generates movement. He gets to space and just buries people. He's out there trying to, to murder defenders, and it's very fun to watch him play. He's very violent, generates a lot of movement. Not your finished product, definitely, and he will have his hands outside very frequently from what I watched. But still, I would be excited if the Cowboys pick Mafi in the fifth round or something like that. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson is a Dan Queen type defensive back. Braden Willis, we talked about him a little bit last night, a productive tight end for Oklahoma that lined up just about everywhere. Have not watched him a lot personally, though. Tyler Lacey, defensive lineman out of Oklahoma State, joins Jacqueline Roy, another defensive lineman, he from LSU. We know that the Cowboys are going to be looking at running back. Zach Evans from Ole Miss is a guy that they have visited with during this process. You can find out descriptions for all of these players over at the tracker at ADC Sports. Tyler says, Maffey is a bully. Yeah, uh, I think that Tyler and I are the, the main drivers of the Antonio uh, Maffey train right now. Because he's fun. He's fun to watch. He's out there. He's out there looking for blood. Like he he enjoys it. He he wants to get dirty. He's a fun player to watch. I know that he's not a finished product, but but I am and pass pro wise, he's not it. He's not it yet. But if you're looking at him in day three of the NFL draft, I will be jumping around the living room if they get him. Guard for for UCLA. Keep in mind that UCLA, even though they had DTR last year. They ran the football a whole lot. They actually averaged 
a crazy number of rushing yards per game with uh, with their offense over there in UCLA. And he was a second-team old Pac-12, I believe, lineman. Uh, Mafi was, so pretty fun player. Some, somebody to keep an eye out on for uh, late in the draft. What are the real chances of John Robinson becoming a Cowboy, says Mark? Well, I would say I would say they're probably high if he's there. But overall, I would say low, considering the fact that it sounds like he's going to be taken into the top 20 or something like that. There are, there are several teams that I kind of could look at if, if looking at the NFL draft order and going, that is the floor for, for Vijan. Like, there are teams that I just don't know if they will let him slip by, like the Eagles. And that might be a dumb example considering that they have figured out that they don't have to pay their running backs or anything like that. But the Eagles could use Bijan Robinson and that could take them to, to a whole other level, their running back room specifically. But also they didn't overpay for their guys this offseason. So I don't know if they're really taking a very modern approach to running backs. And maybe they're not even interested in drafting him. So we'll see. I would say overall, low chances of drafting Bijan Robinson because even if he's there, there might be a discussion in Dallas about taking him because we might think that they definitely want that running back. But who knows if they learned their lesson with the Ezekiel Elliott experience. And I know it's different. You're talking about the fourth overall pick versus the 26th overall pick. But 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 might might be a similar scenario there in some senses. Eltina says, should we take Gibbs if Vijan is not there? I personally wouldn't because I do put a lot of weight on positional value in that sense. So I wouldn't be in love with that idea personally. And the thing about Vijan is that you do watch him play and it's like, okay, he might have no weaknesses at all. Just based on... on on what you see on, on these games, right? And he's the complete package as well. He can run, he can catch, he can do a little bit of everything. You know that you're not getting it wrong with the player itself. You're, you might get it wrong with the positional value of things, but you're not getting it wrong because you, Bijan sucks or something like that. Toxic Tom says, Mo, uh, did they learn their lesson the first time with a wide receiver by committee. They don't seem to be too smart. Well, they did trade. Hey, that's a bad example, though. <laughs> I know what you mean, Toxic Tom, but I will say they did kind of learn that lesson because they did trade for Amari Cooper. They got rid of him years later, but they already had the successor at wide receiver one. I, I will say that although I get what you mean, <laughs> I will say that that might be a bad example because Amari Cooper literally got to Dallas because that was a lesson. 2018 was crazy, though. 2018 was crazy. Uh, Jamal Heath says, my opinion, Dallas does not have too, much, uh, too many running backs. Uh, oh, no. Excuse me. I will read that again. Jamal says, my opinion, Dallas doesn't have to. Running backs are deep these years. Similar conversation at running back than you will have a tight end, by the way. There are supposed to be several running backs ready to go 
for day two or day three. And the same for tight ends. There are a lot of tight ends out there. But before we get out of here, I just want to circle back for those of you who maybe joined the show a little bit later. The name of the show is Dak Prescott Will Love the Cowboys Pre-Draft Top 30 Visits. That's because Dallas is meeting with a lot of wideouts and a lot of first-round type of wideouts. Some thoughts on them pretty quickly here. Save Flowers can play inside and outside, maybe. And I say maybe because he's ball. That's the biggest knock on Save Flowers, the wide receiver out of Boston College. He is a smallish wide receiver. I wonder, just thinking out loud here, I know that the Cowboys know that C.D. Lamb dominated the slot. Does that rule out players that have question marks when it comes to playing outside? Because that might be a conversation with, say, Flowers here. Does he have the arm length to beat press? Does he have the size to win one-on-one on the outside? All of that is a question mark with him, but he will run the heck out of some routes. He might be one of the cleanest route runners in this year's draft. I love Daniel Jeremiah's comparison of, you know, of Say Flowers to T.Y. Hilton. I thought that was a pretty, pretty neat comparison there by him early in the draft process too. Anyways, Quentin Johnson, absolute athlete. Maybe some inconsistencies here and there. Kind of feels like he should deliver a little bit more maybe overall. That's what I've heard, especially from the smarter guys than me. So Quentin Johnson, difficult player to figure out because I wouldn't have imagined that he was going to be this high in many people's boards. But anyways, Jalen Hyatt, we already talked about him a lot. Uh, Deep threat. He's got the speed. Some question whether or not he will be able to run the route to the next level. I I wonder about him as well. Where, where will he line up in the NFL? Because you think about Jalen Hyatt, big guy, fast, deep threat with Tennessee. He played in the slot when he was with the Bulls. But then there were some wild splits on that offense. Like he was the slot receiver because he was inside, but he was like, very, very far away from the line of scrimmage sometimes. That Tennessee Bulls offense was pretty insane. Uh, but Jalen Hyatt could be there in the conversation and Josh Downs. I wanted to get to him too because on a similar note, Josh Downs will likely have to play slot. And I don't know if he has what it takes to play outside at all. It, it seems like for him, it, it's uh, slot or die. He's small, not the best of route runners to so like maybe make up for that and play outside. I don't know what to expect from him at the next level. And then Jonathan Mingo, as I said, not a first round prospect, uh, at least not the consensus first round prospect, but he's got the size. He's got the length. He averaged 15.7 yards per catch when he was in college. So he's kind of like a big, big play player as well. UCLA dude is mean as hell, says Chris Graham. Yes. Let's get, hey, let's get the Antonio Mafi train going here over the next few weeks. I'm excited about him, where he will end up. He's mean as heck. He, he, he's, he's pissed. He's playing while, while he's super pissed, I guess. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight here on the show. But remember that you can check out the tracker 
over at adcsports.com slash Dallas. Not only that, but I, if, if I were you, I would bookmark it. I would keep it open in a tab there in my browser because we're going to keep updating this over at the website. We're already like, what, over 10 players in and uh, have a lot of names to go. And Tyler Browning gives you the analysis. You can get them all on the same site. And it's going to be fun to cover the NFL draft over there at adcsports.com. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Hit the like button for me. Share the stream. Appreciate you a lot. Uh, do me a favor and hit the like button. And remember, Prime Time brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Also, go in there, check out the ride of the week and their wide range of new and used vehicles. Thank you to Todd. Thank you to Katharina. Mark Aaron saying happy birthday, Mo. Thank you. Shout out to all of you. Thanks so much. And I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central. Nos vemos. Adios. Bye-bye.